Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Time. It's 12-1-1 of the fantasy team. It's here. It is time to go a little all in here. Teak, what do you got, buddy? Go hard all year. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going all in. Back in 2010. Beatbox on there? BT could throw the beatbox back in the day. Uh, the decision, which has its own wiki page now, featuring LeBron James deciding to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers and take his services. What did he say? Take, take my talents to South Beach and go win a championship or two or three or four or five or six. It was corny, but at least it gave some money. It gave some money to a charitable cause. Aaron Rodgers' drama regarding his decision is worse than the decision that we saw back then because it's full of nonsense. And we'll listen to the sound. We haven't played it for you yet, but we'll listen to the sound. But when you hear it, it just makes you feel like he's playing this me-me game and for a team like the Jets, I just don't understand after all the successes that you've had in building this roster, uh, getting the right pieces, offensive player, the rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. You have a top five defense. You have skill position players all over your offense. It just feels like you're ready. You're quarterback away or quarterback success away from getting to the postseason for the first time in over a decade. Why would you bring in this selfishness that Aaron Rodgers seems to be throwing out at the world right now? And I understand. It's his life. He can do it how he wants to do it. But he kind of screams for privacy and let me make my own decision while constantly talking about himself. To me, it just creates a drama uh, that I don't think the Jets need. This has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. He's one of the best players I've ever seen play the fo- play the game. And he's won MVPs. He's got four of them to prove it and a Super Bowl championship. But it just feels like this is a little bit too much for the Jets to have to handle or would want to handle 
even though it could be really successful on field. All right, 12.03 on the Fantiki and Tierney here inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends at Town Fair, mind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Yeah, I understand the charitable component to the Boys and Girls Club back in uh, with LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that certainly gets them off the hook a little bit, but Definitely. that was as poorly <laughs> conceived and about me, 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 me as a million times more than Aaron Rodgers, who's just merely speaking on the most obscure. I never even heard of this guy, or maybe I should have, but Aubrey Marcus's podcast. I I mean, what, what's the bigger forum going on ESPN with Jim Gray, with the entire world, you know, awaiting your, your announcement, or him just going on some relatively obscure holistic healers podcast well, here's the thing. and speaking extemporaneously? What's the uh, – come he, on. He could, he could just retire. And he, could? he wants privacy in his decision. It's he my could? decision. If it's if it's annoying you, just tune it out. Okay. Then <laughs> stop talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with him talking. I mean, everybody talks. I mean, people talk through social media. He's not very active on social media at all. He likes to sit down and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. He's not about sound bites. That's why when he sits down with McAfee, he has a long, you know, long forum. Um, easy to expand and expound on thoughts, and it's 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 perfect for him. Now, whether or not you want to listen to it, or that's that's not the point. He is a communicator. He's a conversationalist. And yes. Some of the things he says are weird. I understand that, uh, but I'm fully convinced he's going to play next year, and I'm fully convinced he's going to view the Jets as a real viable target. That's where I stand. I'm all in on that. I've never once deviated. I've also never deviated from this. The names, you know, you you ask me, you ask the question, why would the Jets? Why would they do this? Well. There's a million names why. Some are Richard Todd. Some are Pat Ryan. Some are Tony Eason. Some are Browning <laughs> Nagel. Some are Jack Trudeau. Some are Bubby Brister. Some are Glenn Foley. Some are Neil O'Donnell. Some are Frank Reich. Some are Rick Meyer. Some are, no this, I love him. Ray Lucas. You know, some are Quincy Carter or Brooks Bollinger or a shot Chad Pennington with one arm, and I respect him as well. But a broken down Brett Favre, a Sanchez, a Kellen Clemens, a Gino who didn't know what the hell he was doing, Michael Vick out of jail, Bryce Petty who stunk, Josh McCown who was 40, I mean, Luke Falk who stunk, Trevor Simeon who stunk. That's why you do this. Joe Flacco who's cooked, that's why you do this, Tiki. For a year. Or two. Or and by two. the way, that's something else I want to challenge you on. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps saying it's a year, maybe two. How do you know? Because I feel like he's ready to retire now. Okay, and I feel like he's not. But we don't know who's <laughs> right. Mean, we'll find out. I know, I know we will. He just, I, I don't know. He looked he looked off last year. And maybe that was because the offseason, it, ter- it was tumultuous a little bit for him with his organization. They got a deal done. They extended him. They paid him a ton of money, likely for past performance as opposed to future, even though um, he did start playing well, better at the end of the season after his, what was it, his thumb uh, was healed a little bit more. It, I, I feel like he's talking about retirement to the point where he's ready to retire. And the last thing the Jets need is someone coming in who's an all-time great who's ready to retire. I just think that creates so many problems, especially if he doesn't fit and he checks out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it could happen. And it's a risk that has to be calculated into the conversation around Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so I guess we have an issue with the phones here. Hoff, what's happening? Clay Holmes called in a bunch of times, and uh, that what's yeah, going he, on? Yeah, he blew up the phone line. <laughs> he, he blew it up? He did. 
We're in our own darkness here. Yeah, and we are. Apparently we are. So the phones are totally down for a little bit? Yeah, at the moment. As yeah. we try to get that fixed. All right. We wanted to play this for you anyway. This was on the podcast, and this is what uh, all the noise is about. You can decipher for yourself tone, intent, Aubrey Marcus, and uh, Aaron Rodgers chatting things up. He is a holistic healer. Uh, this is the pod. Here's Rodgers. Go ahead, guys. It's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. You know, I remember, you know, when Favre, uh, before he retired, you know, there were times where he, it was in April and May and he still, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to come back because he didn't come to any off-season program. And, and then in 2008, he actually did retire in March and then kind of said, no, 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 actually in June, after OTAs, I actually want to come back and play. And then that's when, you know, I've been traded to the Jets. And, you know, there was obviously a lot of tension that summer. But um, for for everybody involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. And I feel, I feel really good about, um, about the conversations that, um, that are going to be had that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that um, help to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me. And I I touched uh, many of them and definitely the feelings uh, on both sides during the darkness. And I'm thankful for that time. But, um, you know, it's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't, make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva, whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. All right, so what's the problem with that? Just a casual conversation amongst buddies. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. I hope he brings you're that. laughing up a storm I, over I, there I, like you're taking perverse pleasure in what I might be dealing I with I hope here. he brings that energy as the quarterback of the New York Jets. No, no. I, don't want, to, I want a little more energy than that. That's what you're going to get. No, that's not what we're going to get. <laughs> okay. No, no. That's what you're Gladiators do not need to rev themselves up while they are getting taped up for the battle. Mm, maybe. He looks like he's ready to go like fly fishing. For, <laughs> he does. For you know, he absolutely does. You see, to me, the way he talked about the Favre situation and the way he describes and depicts that point in time tells me he's incredibly aware. Yeah. And astutely aware. I think we kind of forget. That he's not doing that to any other team. Yeah, but I think we also forget, like, how bad Brett Favre treated the Packers. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that. It was that. I forgot. Maybe. No, it was it, very much. It was June? a couple of years in a row. Yeah. June? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm retired. Mm. Come back. Ah, you know, I want to keep playing. It's June. Mm-hmm. They've completely moved on. <laughs> it's like, ah, no, I want to play again. I mean, that's that's talk about disruptive. You know, there's something to be said. Their unique ownership. You know, maybe it's not an accident that these quarterback legends never have smooth exits uh, there. Yeah. Because who are so you? So maybe it's not Favre who, and Rodgers' fault. You, who are you accountable to? That's what I'm saying. So if. Say for instance, I'm retiring and I'm and I'm jacking around with the Giants, and all of a sudden John Mara calls me up and is, like, "Hey, Teak, what's going on?" There you go. It you 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 get to the bottom of it very quickly, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who's got a president title and not a, and doesn't actually own the team. Yeah, I see that. 
I can absolutely see that. So 100%. maybe we need to reposition some of the uh, the maybe. energy that uh, is being thrown negatively towards Rodgers and maybe. just assume that well, you, maybe you, the Packers aren't the world class franchise that everybody makes them out to be. Well, do you, well, I think they are a world class franchise. I just wonder if there is a disconnect in the connection. Well, if there is, then you can't be a world class franchise. You can have this aura, mm-hmm. and you can have the field and the symbolism. And you can be an amazing liaison to the past yeah. and a bridge to the future, it's, and you what you mean to the league, but doesn't mean that you're incredibly well run necessarily. Yeah. I, I, really I've, never, I've never done a game in Green Bay, and I've never called a, a Green Bay game, so I don't know how the dynamic works. For and I'll give you a for instance. So I did the Buffalo Bills game. It's one I always talk about where I first met Brian Dable, and we hit it off. But I remember before on Sunday we asked the. Uh, the media head of the 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 head of media PR, guy. PR guys. I said I would love to meet um, the the Bills owners. I would love to meet the Pagulas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry wasn't around, but Kim was around. Kim Pagula was around, and she's going through some some um, uh, physical or or health issues right now. So wishing her her best. But she came into the booth. We we chatted for I don't know twenty minutes or something, and it was you just felt the connection. Like you feel the connection with the owner. When you have a conversation with the earth, I was telling you the conversation I was having, you know, at the at the NFL honors um, with some of these owners. It's interesting. Tepper, right? Yeah. Uh, Tepper was the one I had a conversation with. You, when you have an owner to talk to, it really connects you to the organization. There's no owner to talk to. Who are you? What's the connection? Mm-hmm. I, I can see how that what you're saying could be part of the issue because Aaron Rodgers, if he's he's having this debate because they drafted Jordan Love. And it's only a football decision. It's not an emotional decision. It's not the owner saying, hey, you know, Aaron, we did this because of X, Y, Z. It's some analyzer of the X's and O's or the numbers saying, yeah, we think you're going to decline, so we had to draft your replacement. Period. That's it. There's no. It takes the emotion out of it. And in some ways, that creates a disconnect with Aaron Rodgers and the organization. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can see that. Now that you bring that up, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's a very smooth operation out there, despite the the way it's per, per positioned and mm-hmm. perceived. Yeah, it's an amazing place. God, Lambo's special. But uh, you have these big – they've been blessed and cursed because when you have these all-time transcendent quarterbacks, they, they extend your window of relevancy clearly. Yes. Uh, marketing, branding, monetization, places fill every day, every Sunday, every home game at least. So – you know, things are good on the business end, but when there's that disconnect at the end of a career and emotions are a play and egos are a play and it's it's a possible period of transition, but there's no one voice that is speaking for the franchise, maybe we need to absolve Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Uh, same with Brett Favre. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But nobody's bringing that up here. Yeah, because you don't think about it. Well, I do. You just think about it as the traditional ownership hierarchy general manager head coach everybody else in between i guess the other president you know the other the other titles are there as well but you just think of it as traditional and it's just not the case in green bay it's unique that could be good or it could be bad yep yep though what are you screaming at me here buddy we have a little bit of an issue here because no phones we can't give away tickets we can't do the yankee tickets no i know uh, let's see. Quote is best for anybody. It's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. Uh, I remember before Favre retired, there were times in April and May we weren't sure if he was going to come back, and he didn't come to any of the offseason programs. Then in 08, he actually did retire in March and said, no, no, I want to come back in June after OTAs. 
I want to actually come back and play. Then he was traded, and there was obviously a lot of tension that summer for everybody involved directly and indirectly. It's best for a decision earlier. And right there, that should alleviate the fear that Jet fans have about missing out on Carr. Mm-hmm. See, if I was able... Uh, well, go ahead, Well, well Carr is having... The, the only thing I would push back on that with is Carr is having conversations right now. He already has had conversations with uh, Tepper, David Tepper we just mentioned, in the Carolina Panthers. And he's the Bensons, ha- right? And, and the Bensons. Saints. With the Saints. He's having it today with Woody. Don't mess it up, so, Woody. <laughs> so he, he's, there's probably an urgency that's starting to tick up with Derek Carr's camp to land somewhere. Now, he probably realizes that he has to wait on Aaron Rodgers, but you got you got to believe that in his mind, even if it's in the recesses and he doesn't bring it forward and actually say it, mm-hmm. he's he's saying he's thinking where he wants to be. This is this feels like the ideal situation for me. And if the if Aaron Rodgers ends up staying or retiring, and Derek Carr's already made up his mind, then you lose out. And I just I I, I would hate to see the Jets in that situation. Hoff, I got a question for you. It's it's a guess, but you know you can you can piece it all together and come up with, I think, a fairly intelligent or number that reflects the the actual number. Based on the calls, the tweets, the conversations around the office, your buddies, what percentage of Jet fans do you think want car? Give me, just give me a number. Want car? Want car. I, I'd probably say about 30%. Want car. Okay. What about? Well, then 70. Well, yeah. I guess well, there no. could actually be another option. No, there's too. a that's bunch of other options. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's, I, I took it back. I got you. I might. Even, I think it might be higher than thirty percent for Carr. I would think so. Short of fifty, I'm going to say forty. My question is this, and this is what I find really interesting, and this might be the most interesting question for Jet fans. If you are, if you, if you, if you're, if you're in on Carr, are you in on Carr because you're in on Carr, or because you're worried that you're going to miss out on Rogers and then miss out on Carr, mm-hmm. like? Which- which Wh- is where's wh- the conviction coming from? That's funny because that's me. I know that's me. But that's a faulty way of looking at it for me because you're not latching on to the you're not 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 necessarily latching on to the talents. It's partly talents. It's partly projection. It's partly circumstances, <laughs> and it's partly fear derived out of losing out on Rodgers and then Carr. Well, that's why I said 30%, because I think 30% actually want Carr. I think there's about 10% that oh, are worried about the fear of it. The fear Do you of think he really incorporated that no, when he said I don't, I don't either. But it's a good it's actually it's a good it's a good, good, it's a good catch. It is a good oh, catch. Right. catch. There's no way that you question. We will give you partial credit. <laughs> we oh will. My God. You know how a teacher gives you partial credit? We'll yep. give you partial credit. I appreciate credit. that. There's no way you were incorporating that in your thought process. <laughs> Zero chance. No way. Uh, that's exact listen. That's what I was saying. There was a lot of different parts to this. There's, there's like, if you don't, it's not just do you want Carr or do you want Rodgers. There's a whole different thing because there's people that don't want either. That's the other thing. You got to remember this. Yeah, but then who do those people want? Well, those people are morons. So they want uh, Jimmy G. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because, I, oh, but, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't think ridiculous? anyone. Do you, do you want Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, for the difference in money. Well, I don't think well, it's crazy. Because there's people that think that, right, difference in money, and they still think that Zach Wilson has an opportunity to come back. So it's like, get, might as well go Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo because he'll give you a year or two, and then 
you'll build up Zach Wilson again. So it's mm-hmm. the same philosophy that Aaron Rodgers, just a lot cheaper. Yeah. But can he stay on the field? That's the question. That, that's why I think it's trickier with, with Garoppolo. It is tricky because the last thing you want is to bring in Jimmy to be your starter, and then for whatever reason, he can't start, and now you're starting Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, you, and he hasn't gotten any better. Is there any situation, like you talk about like the, the, the secession plan here about the Jets, any situation where it could be Derek Carr or Rodgers and Mike White and Zach is entirely out of the equation. Yeah, I can see that. I think if Derek Carr is is signed for five years, let's say five years, if anybody is signed for more than four, Zach Wilson's got to you got to trade him. I agree. You got to go get try to go get something for him. And we talked about the Zach Rosen uh, earlier in the show. Josh Rosen. I mean, a Josh Rosen, Zach Rosen. Josh Rosen, who got a second rounder and a fifth rounder to, from Miami to Arizona. So you're probably going to get, let's say, on average, let's say the third rounder for for Zach. Maybe maybe it's a fourth rounder. But God, you mean if they traded him right now? If they there's no chance right in hell now. they get a third round pick for Zach. Even no if, way. Even if some team I don't see it. was high on him don't and just believes he had a bad rap, or not a bad, a bad situation. He's not getting he that. Here. I know what he got for Darnold. He's not getting that for Zach right mm-hmm. now. I, I, I really don't think so. Yeah. No, you're probably right, but. The, and I think it's because the perception is that Zach is not salvageable. That, but also the circumstances, because the teams that really need a quarterback that are drafting top ten are going to get one in the draft, mm-hmm. and then the teams that also need a quarterback, like the Jets, like potentially Tennessee, the Raiders, yeah. potentially Tennessee, they're not going there. They're not going to Zach because it's too much of an unknown, mm-hmm. you know, and, and or so they I, have an unknown already. Like, like Malik, Malik Willis like or something Malik like Willis that. Yeah, Tennessee. exactly. They don't want two. Yeah. Two unknowns do not equal a good quarterback necessarily. <laughs> if no. you're the Jets, though, can't you, whether it's – I hate to go the scenario, but say if you do get Rodgers, mm-hmm. right, can't you still bring in a backup quarterback for next year, like a one-year backup and quarterback? And have Zach as a three? Yeah, because I, I agree that, yes. He can't yes. He can't take a snap. Imagine him coming in in, a, in whatever game at home, even if it's just a drive because Aaron Rodgers, you know – breaks his thumb again, or whatever happens, and Zach Wilson's got to go out there, and he's terrible again. Well, that's the point, you know, and how many teams that are of championship caliber, and I know that that's a bit of a reach to say the Jets are there, but with stellar quarterback play, mm-hmm. they could be. Uh, how many teams have we knocked over the years for not having a viable backup? Yeah. And if the Jets really believe that they're a quarterback away from being the real deal, then they would be negligent if they just had Zach as the number two without a reinforcement to carry the mail if, if Rodgers gets hurt. That's right. You know, so yeah, that that's a good point. First one of the day. Good no, that's job, two. I had, I'll had. i give myself that other <laughs> bonus question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's usually good for a couple. Eight seven. By the way, we're going to uh, try to get these phones worked out, so you can keep trying. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney. On the fan, got you till two. That it's Carter Roberts after us. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Their 27th World Championship, the most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's 1228. What's happening? Tiki and Tierney on The Fan. You know, I think I think most people would probably accept uh, what I'm about to say. That most great artists, most great, um, you know, uh, performers. Let's try to find an all-encompassing word. Are of eclectic thought, uniquely wired. Mm-hmm. Um, some might say they're weird. I'm not saying that, but. Yeah. You know, unique, right? I, that's how I look at Aaron Rodgers. I just look at him as a very uniquely wired artist. Um, now, that's not ideal in a team game. I, yeah. I grant you that. It's different if you're sitting down and you're gonna, you have a blank canvas and you're going to paint for seven hours and nobody's in the room but you. <laughs> and that works a little bit better than having to tell ten guys where to go out of the huddle and coexist and get along and work well in the locker room. Uh, so, as much as I defend Rodgers and I'm all in, I do want to play this. Here's a little bit more from the conversation with Aubrey Marcus, the podcast. And uh, it's a little weird. Go ahead, Dove. I want to feel what pure love feels like. That was my intention. And I did. Mm. I really did. I had a magical experience with the sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body imparting a blessing of love and forgiveness for myself and gratitude for this life from what seemed to be my ancestors. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about self, uh, self-reflection self here, but uh, it's taking things a little bit kids, too far from a quarterback. Kids, don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Crack the egg. This is your brain on drugs. I know what he's getting at, and he's trying to be... I know what he's getting at, too. Ethereal, but... I mean, a lot of us get that from religion, by the way. But now, some don't. And... Yeah. Where you get that, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, you don't hear quarterbacks not, talk not, like that. Not described like that. Yeah. A thousand hands on me. Yeah. Uh, and it's my ancestors. And, uh, 
That gets me the feel of like someone on the way out of something, right? Like, doesn't that feel like it's kind of like I want to be in Yeah, in some want... ways, you're right. Yeah. It, it does feel like... Like a finale? Yeah, like he's talking about being done and really finding himself, getting in touch with who he is mm-hmm. and not this athlete facade that he's worn his entire life. Yeah. Maybe that's he, also, what he also talked about how he's been he's known sports since he was six. He's mm-hmm. been playing sports since he was six years old. Yeah. Also, he's very excited about what's coming next. I mean, maybe he's just going to be um, almost like this era's John Riggins times a little bit more. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And nobody knows what he's thinking. That's the bottom line. Now, not, not more to what Brendan Marshall was saying. Maybe it is retirement. Yeah. See you later. Hang yeah. on up. Be yeah, it's, almost like you're, it's almost like you're confused now about whether or not he wants to keep playing and whether and what's important to him. Because usually when you hear any kind of player, quarterback, running back, lineman, whatever, talk about the offseason, they're talking about how excited they are to to get back out there, to mm. get back into the gym and start training again, get around the guys again. That That was the antithesis of that. What Aaron Rodgers was just talking about. It di- it didn't sound like he was thinking about the, his team or a team and getting back into that grind. Now, maybe it's just his way of expressing it, but it's just it's a unique way to express it. Yeah, he's also got, a, I, I think, a much deeper healing than than a lot of the NFL players. His family life is, is completely broken, mm-hmm. and it has been for a long time. So it's going to hit him differently than somebody that has um, – a good balanced uh yeah, like conventional diff- family yeah, structure. Different support mechanism. Everybody's estranged, didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And part of the reason why he's probably been engaged so many times. When he, he said it himself, I'm I'm constantly looking for love. Mm-hmm. You know? And but he felt he said he felt it in the darkness. How do you feel that dude? I, I don't I mean, know. Come on. So I I that I was Giannotti just told me that that would actually was a clip from last year with Aubrey. Oh, that so, was last year. So that was last year. Though that was not the darkness. So I guess So I, that was oh, not thank, so thank that you. was when he was with what was her name? See, Al Hughes would never tell him the wrong the stuff key, like that. Was, that oh, was, that's not true. That no, was when that. he was with. It wouldn't be a year off on the on the sound that he did. I know. He wouldn't say, hey, Gio, I got this. Won't you play this? And it's a year old. I'll t- I'm sure Al Dukes has made mistakes. Get Gio before. on the phone. We'll yeah. ask him. Oh, the phone I don't can't. Work. Get, yes. Yeah. <laughs> only on your show. But he though. was engaged yeah. last year. Yeah, only the hour show. The, he was on with. Uh, he was with on. Oh, it was on. Ar- it was with Arbery again, Marcus. And he was engaged at this point. To the, the actress. To the um, actress. And I uh, forget her Shelby? name. Shelby? Not Shelby. Ah, I lost track. Who yeah. knows me? He's so weird. But he was stuff. engaged at this point. That's yes. why he was talking about I could love. care less who he's engaged to, how long he's. I don't care. You're going to play football or not? That's all I care about. And let's not pretend that Tom Brady's not weird either. Tom Brady's a weirdo. About what he eats, about what he... I mean, come on, think about the way he's Yeah, but it, he's but, lived. But he's always talking about football. No, I understand there's a very different presentation. I'm not saying it's the same, but this goes back to my original point. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are, are blessed with um, a, a unique talent, a, a greatness that that I certainly can't identify with or to, you know, they are, they're different. And Tom Brady's different than your average backup quarterback who's going to suck down a few beers with his own lineman. Yeah. You know, what he yeah. puts in his body is weird. Some but, people would look at that as weird. Yeah, but I think Tom... For 10 years not eating... I mean, come on. But I think Tom would hang, though. I think he would hang out with guys. Play Go go, go play around to golf. He Rogers plays golf all the time. Be, be he's at Pebble Beach. Not with his wide receivers. <laughs> he was just at Pebble Beach. He won the thing. Yeah, he did. He did. So, right. although the Josh Allen said he cheated. The pro-am. He did said he? he sandbagged it. You didn't see that? Oh, he cheated. And he was with, pretty serious about that. He with his, cheated with his, with his handicap. He said it was a 10 handicap. Josh Allen's like, you got to be kidding me. There's no way you should be getting that amount of shots right. there. So saw, not only is he weird, he's a liar. I saw you play. 
yeah. in, in the match, yeah. you're not a 10. Yeah, I just wish somebody would say that to me once in my life. Dude, you're not a 20. I yeah. saw you play. You're more like a 7 or 8. No, 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 not really. I'm about a 20. I don't know. I don't know. When, God so bless, when is this God end? bless What's, me when, if I ever get to a 10. When is the end of the road here? Honestly, when is the end of the road? Oh, hold on. Before you answer that, what we just played, I know that was from a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, but... That was the ayahuasca trip. Yeah, no, I get you. But the, well, no, there was also, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 It was the same. Yep, yep, yep. Same, same substance. Yep, yep. Well, did he definitely take it again this time? We Are we convinced for, do no, we know we're not for sure? sure? We just know he was in the darkness this time. Yeah, we know he was in the darkness. And and the the trip, the, what is it, Sky Caverns, Caves, whatever. It's in Oregon, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. They they talk about the ayahuasca, the ayahuasca. Stuff, But we don't know that he actually did it this time. We know he did it last year. Do you think those sound bites scare the Jets? How do you think the Jets or the Raiders, other teams process? The Packers already know who he is. Other teams that don't intimately know him, you know, they hear that. It, what are they thinking? You know, it's a good question because a, a, I don't want to say a generation because that makes it, me seem old, but it, it kind of is um, in a sense because I've been retired for 16 years. A generation of football is, you know, it, once a kid turns eight or 20, right? Kids in the NFL at 20, so almost a generation ago. Mm-hmm. The conversation about your quarterback was give me the alpha. Give me that guy that's going to walk in the room and every single player and respects him. And I know this because this is what John Gruden used to say. Um, other coaches used to say this as well. But John Gruden said it to me specifically. Give me the guy who walks in the room with the the biggest confidence. Basically, yeah. when it's time to drop the towel at the door exactly. and walk into the shower, he's the like, The biggest Let's confidence. Go. And everybody it's in, in that room is respecting it's him. Swinging. And is respecting him. Yeah. Right? That's what it used to be. But that was a generation ago. Uh-huh. Well, what is it now? I don't know. You don't I think Mahomes has that? I don't, I don't think I, I think Burrow I, has I that. I haven't been in a locker room in in that capacity in almost two decades. But I know that Pat Mahomes, to your point, I know he's that way. Uh-huh. Just he walks in, you feel him. No doubt. Right? Josh Allen, I know he's that yep. way because I interviewed him when I we did the Bills game. He walk you just you feel him. Okay. Um Burrow. Burrow is definitely that way. Yeah. He's got a cigar in his pocket every every day for when we win. I'm, so you're, so the next generation's not different because the greatest but, but players Aaron, from the next generation but, are like the older generation in that regard. But the 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 most recent greats are not. Tom Brady, as we were just talking about. I think Peyton was like that. Peyton definitely was. Okay. Um Drew Brees? Drew I don't I don't know. Mm, that's I, kind of an in-betweener. Yeah, that's a, I think it's a tweener. All right. right. Russell Wilson definitely not like that. No, no way. Um he and hell, he wanted his own office. Hey, my door is open all the time. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go upstairs and come to my office. Uh, but my door is open. Come on, dude. I think Big Ben was like that. Big Ben was definitely old school like that. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to be that way. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not looking I'm okay with he's that. not looking to be the alpha in the That's room. okay. It is. He's the alpha in the huddle. It is, but I think he's the take, alpha in the huddle. It takes the right coach to harness it the the right way. That's true. You think Salah's that guy? That's another question. I don't know. That's a question. I think Hackett can be that guy for the offense. Yeah, which is in because Hackett is he, he's a larger than life like persona. Once you once you, if if you talk to him, so I think he kind of he he carries it a little bit. I don't know if Robert Salah is, but it, it might not matter, especially if he delegates like he should. Robert Salah he delegates offense. Straight over to his offensive coordinator. Gotcha. Yeah, we're supposed to have Clay Holmes on. Um, Yankees did a real solid. They hooked us up, and he called in from from the clubhouse. But um, phones are down. That happens. Whatever. All right, let me throw this at you here. I find it interesting. It is hard to dispel. Never. I got to get off Rogers for a minute. I got to throw something yep. else out there. So it's very hard to dispel narratives. Mm-hmm. Like it just is. 
People latch onto something, they run with it, and even when they're hit over the head with change, yeah. they don't incorporate that change. Now, I'm going to give you two coaches here. Then I'm going to incorporate dibs for a sec. So Pat Riley, all right, when Pat was with the Lakers... The goal was to run you out of the gym. Yeah. Up and down, speedball, bang. Race right. to a buck 30. They had the perfect point guard to do it. That's right. They uh, When it came to the Knicks, it was the complete antithesis. Mm-hmm. would have grind you out, take the air out of the ball, knock the crap out of you, and try to win 83-79. Yep. When he got to the Heat, it was more of a hybrid. Yep. Okay. Great adaptability. Mm-hmm. All well, right? It all depended on the roster. Exactly. Which is great. That's what the um, that's what the really good ones do. Yep. And obviously Riley's a great one. Bill Parcells, early on with the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. Once they got flown a little bit. Ball control defense. Yep. Then he goes to the Patriots. He aired it out. Drew 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 Bledsoe, I think, threw it sixty times one mm-hmm. game. He was not comfortable with it, but he adapted because of, of the talent that he had. And then when he was with the Jets, forget about the Cowboys, but with the Jets, it was more of a hybrid. He had Curtis, but he let Vinny throw it around as well. Yep. So great adaptability by Parcells. Tom Thibodeau, and I'm not saying that he's Pat Riley. He's, he's not Bill Parcells. He's not. Nope. He's not he's got no championships. But I want people to understand, in the six-game winning streak so far, the Knicks are averaging 121 points a game. They're shooting 38% from three. League average 35, by mm-hmm. the way. And on the season, and I bet you most people did not know this, the offensive rating for the season, the New York Knicks are sixth. Okay. And yet all we hear about Tom Thibodeau. Is how he's, he's not a, a good coach. Yep. He's yeah. antiquated. Yeah. He's he's inflexible. He ground, you know, he grinds guys or hammers guys into the ground with all the minutes, and it's all about defense and it's just antiquated so, offense. The the numbers fly completely the contradict yeah, that. They fly completely. Directly in the face of that, and so again, what was it yesterday? A few days ago, we were talking about Tom Thibodeau. I apologize, to Tom Thibodeau. I didn't think he would ever come around to getting this team buying in because that was the biggest challenge. And you, you, you draw on history. What happened in Chicago? They had a really good team for a, a couple of years, and then guys just stopped buying in. They just they checked out, and Derrick Rose got hurt. And then who was it? Not Jimmy Butler. You was, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it was, well, it was Butler, another Joe, issue. Joe Camo was there as well. Yeah, but there was Luol another. Dang. Yeah, dang, a dang or somebody else. It was whoever it was. Mm. Just really started combating with Tom Thibodeau, and it became it became an issue, and it, it led to his to his his exit. Um, then he kind of just waffled around for a little bit, Minnesota, and then ultimately, I mean, not uh, Sacramento, and then he gets to the Knicks, and you just kind of expect what we've seen in history: this inefficiency and this. Lack of a real solid, concrete plan for growth. And instead, what we've gotten is some adaptability. Which is another unfair narrative because yeah. everywhere he's gone, he's actually done a really good job with player development. No, Jimmy Butler, nobody nobody thought anything of Jimmy Butler. No, he helped no. mold him into a star. Now, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's got to get the credit himself. He yeah. put the work in. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's all about the offense, but also player development. I mean, name a Nick outside of R.J. Barrett. Yeah which is amazing because he was the one who should be getting the most uh, improved because he was the highest uh, draft pick, three. Name a Nick that is not improving. Name one. Mm, Name uh, one. Other, other than other, other than, than R.J. Barrett, uh, who's stagnant or worse. There isn't one. Quick, exactly. Quickly has, you know, we don't we don't see Deuce enough, but whatever. Uh, Gr- but when he played, he popped. Yeah. Grimes has. Mitchell Robinson's hell, blossomed. Even 48 <laughs> was, was, is, is serviceable in, in the limited moments. It's almost... It's almost like he's created a an urgency for Evan Fournier when he does have to get minutes, and it's usually only fifteen or twenty or something like that. It, he has to produce. 
Otherwise, you're not going to see the court. It's 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 kind of been awesome because we got tired of Evan Fournier being inefficient as hell. I couldn't watch him play. Yeah. He, just, he bothered me. Yeah. I couldn't watch him. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people owe an apology to Tom Thibodeau is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. not just Teak. And I think I need you to grovel a little bit more. I have a very weak apology. Yeah, but I mean, mm. it, it was it, it was two years ago. <laughs> was, we don't forget. Uh, two years ago, we were like, all right, we talk about all these talented players. When are we going to start talking about the coach? And by the way, it was a year ago that you said it on the fair. Because on the fan, we've only it? been here a year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was yep. a year ago. It was a year, a year ago. ago, not two. Um, Can we get more of a sincere apology? No. Yeah, it was a little, no. it was a little I weak. Because I didn't come in killing him. No, you, though, you said he should be fired. Not, Your tone not is just different year. than mine. Not this season. Last year you did. Last year. This well, you said the guy should be season. fired. It's a different season. I understand that. So we need a different apology. We need a more authentic apology. No, because I was all I was good with him this year. Mm. Hey, now, look, we had a lot of callers that would call in and be like, Tom needs to go. Uh-huh. From jump, he needed to go. And it's a different look. It's a different feel with this Knicks team. Because than it was, was the old. Yeah, I'll tell you right. A lot of Knicks fans were done with Thibs and because it's the old narrative mm-hmm. that he wasn't adaptable. Well, he, that he they wasn't. weren't going to score. Uh, was that unfair at the beginning of the season? I think of uh, this year or last this year. This year. At the beginning of the season, was that. It was, it was still fair. It was a fair complaint. Mm. Mm. I, I was, think they just wilted during. The most inopportune times, which amplified, I think for some, what he doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an accurate reflection of his coaching. Like, I understand when you butcher five or six games in, in alarming fashion at yeah. the end of it, which they have, you also have to be in a position to take that lead. There's nothing to be said for that. Yeah. Like, the Knicks' level of preparedness, the Knicks. I'm just looking at the early season. Mm-hmm. Their early season. What jumps out to you? got a schedule? Atlanta jumps out to me. Up by 23 at the Garden. No, yeah, this, yes, well, they were up by a lot, and then they had a third quarter where they scored 10 points. You have the box score, click on the game. I'm looking at it. Okay, and tell, give, give me the distribution of minutes, because it was a very different team. What 48 play? Yeah. See, How many? So the, so, so you're right. So Evan 48 started, oh, but geez. he only played 18 minutes. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> Mitchell Robinson played 18. Okay. Julius Randle, 29. Brunson and R.J. Barrett. 31 and 33. What about the bench stuff? It, it, this is like top in and quick. So quick quickly was 29. Okay, that's actually a lot of minutes for him then. He yep. didn't really start getting the big minutes for the last 15 games. Hartenstein yep. was 25. Okay. And Toppin was 18. Yeah. And Derek Rose yeah. had 17 points. D Rose. And it was, you know, he had a yeah, minus nine, plus minus. Cam Reddish had 15 minutes. Wow. Reddish. And then Grimes played five minutes. So it was just, it was, he was still experimenting. Mm hmm. I guess we'll give him. We'll, we'll say he was experimenting. Well, I think he's earned that now because, because the experiment well, has paid exactly. dividends. So now, we can't now say you it. could say he was experimenting. He he got some intel. He understands. All right, Obi, you're not. You're getting nine minutes, right? Uh, Derek, sorry, bud. You're my you're my boy. I love you to death, but you're not playing at all. Mm-hmm. And you know, Cam, we're trying to trade you, but you're still here. But we're not getting any minutes. So he's look. He adjusted. He adjusted. So you got to give him credit for it. At the beginning of the season, though, people were still saying. He's just not the right guy. You might need to fire him. But I also think that that was, like, okay. The criticism of, of Thibodeau, what, whatever it was and wherever it came from, mm-hmm. to me was never commensurate with the actual talent on the roster. It was unfair. The expectation was unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no young Derrick Rose on the team. You know what I mean? So I see like, what you're saying. I don't so, know what Nick fans thought they were going to do with Everett 48 playing 25 <laughs> minutes a night. Honestly. 
Well, don't play him. What'd you expect? Don't pay him. Don't play him. Well, he didn't put him on the roster. True, but don't play him. Play someone. Well, play play finally, someone else. Yeah, he made the determination. Right, what, but, now, now, what happens? Let's say we have a, a ridiculously successful regular season. We're going to okay. Eastern Conference Finals, by the way. So, okay, regular season. I'm stopping here. They win fifty. Five games. Well, that's a little <laughs> ambitious based on the start. I don't know if it's going to be 55, but Whatever. go ahead. They went, it, it basically finishes the way it's feeling now. Yes. Got yes. it. Uh, and they get to the first round of the playoffs, and they lose. To who do they lose to? It, let's say they lose to Atlanta. Incredibly disappointing. Yeah. You got to beat them. Yeah. Yep. And, and that could happen. Yeah. And then, and then how do you feel? Well, first of all, if they finish the season the way they're playing also, now, they won't play Atlanta. Uh, yeah, you're right. They'll, they'll be higher they'll, they'll and be they'll three. host. They'll end up playing Miami. Philly or Miami, Miami. Yeah. possibly the Nets, depending upon if they could stabilize it a bit. Uh, I, 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 or Toronto, I don't wanna, who they don't match up with. I don't want to see they don't match up with Toronto. <laughs> right. I don't want to give you a non-answer. I'm not trying to be evasive. Mm-hmm. I really I need to see who they play. I can't answer that right now. All I know is the Knicks give you one thing that – 80% of the league does not give it to you. Miami gives it to you. I think the Nets give it to you as well. The Knicks show up and they actually play like professionals every night. Mm-hmm. And in a league where that is almost optional and acceptable, when it is optional, I mean, that's enough for me to say, nice job. Mm-hmm. Got to respect that. Yeah. You know? Right now they, would play, no right now they would play the, play the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll be the Cavaliers. The four or five. I but I, I was projecting them. If Look, they're going to win 55 games. They're going to be the three seed. So I was What are they at now? 30, 36. They're not going to. They only have 19 games left. Is that right? Yeah, dude. See, so it's March. They can't go undefeated? They can Come go on, undefeated. Man. There you go. Well, if we can, we won six straight, eight of nine. <laughs> 19, Averaging 121 points a game. 19 in a row. So there's 19 games left, right? They're, they're three back. They're two and a half back. From, I'm going to give 13 and 6. Filler. Got some tough ones coming up. 13 and 6. How many wins do we have? 36? 36. All right. We've got 49. So you get to 50. Get, tremendous. 50, 50 wins. 50 wins. You probably still get to 3 seed. We're going to get a little coach of the year uh, love for tips here as well. We're going to really flip I mean, the maybe. scale. Dude, if he gets to the if he gets to the 3 seed, maybe. Will you really apologize at that point? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. And then he gets fired after losing the first <laughs> round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I think the num the line might be ready. No, not yet. All right, uh, it's twelve fifty six on the Fantique interior. Here we get back to the. Uh, we won't get back to the calls. We will get back to you, and we'll get back to you next right here. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.